When it's win or lose, the will to win can crush everything. I can go so much faster. Just let me drive fast. Negative. Negative, Nico. Remember there's one. That is the equivalent of a slap in the face. I was in the pole position there. It wasn't deliberate at all. No, definitely not. Woohoo! Yes! And Mercedes, it's now gloves off. What do you have that he doesn't that will give you that edge in Canada? Well, I have the speed. But the way I'll drive would be the right way. done it it was a success we finally finally got to see formula one around the streets of miami as they uh this past weekend we had the uh i guess just the i don't know miami grand prix i don't know they kept talking about it as like being a U.S. Grand Prix, but that that nomenclature will always be reserved for Austin for me forever and full on because, I mean, let's face it, we ponied up first, so, you know, you don't just get to fly on the scene, Mr. Miami, and be all like, oh, no, this is, you know, I just love, like, post-race people like oh man it's just it's really great the crowd i mean it's just i've never seen so many like bitch i was there in 2012 like there was a lot of fucking people there who are really fucking hyped you know granted a lot of them were you know mexicans and i say that like quite literally they were mexican nationals you know who drove up and infiltrated the 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 stands but, I mean, I, I've talked to people from all over the place, you know. But, no, no, this is the first time. This is it. This is it. Now, now it's official. Fucking Miami. Fucking joke. Although that track does look cool. I would really like to see, like, a... They should, they should have posted, like, a... Here's what this looks like when there's not a Formula One track here. And here's what it looks like when it is. Because, you know, I've never really watched a lot of uh dolphins games i mean i've seen several super bowls at that stadium i just don't ever remember thinking anything about like oh let me check out what the stadium layout looks like but they've done it we made it and here we are to talk about it this is true it, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny how short our memories are. I mean, uh, I was at the last F1 in, uh, Austin just, uh, what, six months ago, seven months ago. Yes. Uh, with 143,000 other people. So 
I would say that that is a very, very big deal. And uh, you and I have been there and, and not even just in the pits, uh, but all over have seen the who's who of celebrities. Uh, <laughs> I can recall one time when I was, I was like, who are those people? <laughs> You're like, they're famous. Uh, but yeah, short memories, uh, you know, I guess, you know, our newfound fans who are uh, part of the C and B scene uh, crowd, uh, you know, maybe they, they picked uh, Miami to, to go out and be seen. And, uh, you know, I don't understand what the difference is. I mean, uh, you know, various yeah. opinions on the track, uh, you know, dude, I think Coda is, is amazing. It's amazing that it ever got done in our litigious state, but I think there's room to go around. Yeah, for sure. It's just, uh, I don't know. It was, uh, it was cool. You know, I think it was, a. Uh, Fairly entertaining weekend. Uh, practices were all kind of. Each one was kind of fucked up in its own way. So like yeah. nobody really ever got, you know, any real, you know, long run kind of style shit, you know, and kind of fucked over Max a little bit, but not enough. So not enough. Yeah, it just. Uh, it was cool. The track looks cool. Um, you know, there are some things I imagine they will make some changes for next year. I imagine where Esteban Ocon went smashing into the wall, there'll probably be uh, a different sort of barrier in that place next year, I would hope, because, uh, you know, for what yeah. seemed like a pretty in innocuous crash, he, uh, he he really did experience some uh, some big g-forces and you know that kind of shit what did you say at the at the level he experienced them is when you start to experience death yes uh the human body uh anything above 50 g's uh can kill you and you know i mean in the truth of the matter is that you can you know you get the right amount of G's to, you know, your heart or your neck or your back, uh, you know, much, much lower G's can kill you, but 51 G's. And I'm with you. Uh, I went back and watched, uh, the, uh, replay of the crash several times. And, <clears throat> you know, it, it does not look as hard as some others we've seen. Uh, you know, even some of the ones that science has done recently, but, um, data was there. I, you know, uh, it's all, you know, G is determined by how quick you come to a stop. And with, uh, with <laughs> a solid concrete barrier, you come to a stop real quick. So, uh, you know, any kind of uh, the tech pro or the big uh, fat gray and red plastic uh, barriers that they have. 
uh, you know, and, and, at many of the tracks. And in fact, I think they had some there. Uh, but, you know, the safer barrier, which, uh, you know, NASCAR uses, which is a little different, uh, meant to deal with uh, higher <clears throat> speeds. I think anything would be helpful there, um, you know, move the track back enough to accommodate, uh, uh, you know, some kind of padding, some kind of uh, movable barrier. And I, I think uh, everybody would be way happier. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> I did experience something that was rather strange. I uh, actually somehow managed to watch a portion of the uh, W Series race, which was um, okay, I guess. I mean, I kind of caught yeah. it, and it was like. You know, there was a safety car and the time was running out and like everybody like pretty much assumed it was just going to end under the safety car because, you know, the time went to zero and the safety car was still there. But then they uh, decided they were going to fuck the lady over, you know, all uh, last year with Lewis Hamilton. They're like, fuck it, we're not ending under a safety car. And so they went one more lap and. Yeah, I don't think she made it out of, like, the third turn or, or some shit before she she threw it off the track and got passed. I don't know. It was weird. I didn't really know what to think about it. I mean, I, you know, maybe watched ten minutes of it, and, you know, like I said, a majority of it was just them going around behind the safety car. But so W Series... Still is still a thing, I guess. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, man, it was uh, all in all, you know, I can't just like be like, oh, yeah, this is great. Um, because, you know, we had a 57 lap race and maybe eight or nine of the laps were interesting at all. <laughs> You know, yeah. like if Pierre Gasly or yeah, if Pierre Gasly is just, you know, paying attention, this is probably one of the worst races we've seen in a long time. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> he's he's driving around kind of oblivious there. Uh like we talked about earlier. Uh oh hey guys, blah blah blah. Oops. Yeah, I think I think I I hit somebody. That's why they say you, you shouldn't you shouldn't talk and drive or text and drive. Yeah, he uh, managed to spin out uh, Lando there, and thankfully, uh, thankfully Lando ended up near an opening in the barrier, and they were able to get him out of there fairly quick. <clears throat> but otherwise, you know. Yeah, the uh, the idea that fucking that there's a car on the track with one of its tires just not on and there's not a full on safety car just kind of confused the shit out of me, but okay, whatever. I mean, it was sort of like close enough a little bit, but I'm just like there's a fucking tire on the track. <laughs> like 
you're going to have to put people out there just fucking, you know, I don't under, I didn't understand the, uh, the, the lag time between going from a virtual safety car to a full on safety car. It seemed like as soon as I saw that happen, I was like, oh yeah, that's a safety car. No doubt. And I guess I was wrong, but you know, there's, uh, people that are way more qualified than me to make those kinds of decisions. Are they really way more qualified than you? I don't know. I mean, I would, I would have to assume. Uh, dude, I mean, safety car, you know, I mean, if you saw what happened, you know, you got a dead car on the circuit. A uh, safety car, I think, is the way to go. Uh, especially since, like you said, there was a, uh, a tire laying on the road. And plus they had, uh, they had a fair amount of carbon fiber debris too, that they had to pick up. Um, just one of those weird deals. I mean, <clears throat> didn't really seem to, uh, make any difference to the outcome of the race, unfortunately, but, uh, you know, uh, you know, one of the things I harped on so much last year, and I hate to even bring it up, is just consistency and, and calling these things. And, you know, I, I guess it could always be apples to oranges, but come on, guys, let's let's work this out and make this better. Uh, you know, don't take away from the spectacle by adding a spectacle of your own. Let's, let's, you know, sort it out quick and let the guys go back to racing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, uh, you know, like I said, there's three or four laps at the beginning of the race that were interesting and three or four laps at the end of the race that were interesting and basically... Ferrari just can't can't get their shit together. They're just gonna let this little prick have another fucking free world championship because Carlos Sainz can't do the right thing and just smash into him. Like, bro, just smash into him. Like, you might not wreck out of the race, but you can definitely wreck him out as he's trying to go past you on lap one. Really thought he would do the right thing for me there, but Carlos is going to Carlos. Yes, I mean, I was happy that he finished the race. You know, the Hall of Points, uh, you know, is important. But, geez, I mean, Max even got the fastest lap of the day. So, uh <sighs> Dude, and in some ways it was kind of weird, you know. Uh, and it serves me right because I think I do this every time. I, I get all hyped about the results of practice and even quality to an extent. And, you know, the races are always so much different that, it, you know, the previous of events 
really aren't an indicator of, of, of what's going to happen in the race. I mean, they just serve as prologue. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, it was it was pretty encouraging on Friday that oh, the yeah. uh, that the Mercedes seemed to have fucking found something in their car, and and then it became Saturday, and it was the same old piece of shit again. And I just I don't know, man. Like their 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 troubles just will not seem to go away, no matter what they try. So who knows? I mean, at least they're they're bumping up against the the top four. Uh, we got you know when's Monaco? Three from now, four from now. It's right after Spain. Okay, so Monaco hopefully will be a race where. Uh, not so dependent on horsepower and ultimate downforce and yada, yada, yada. And if, if anybody can get their stuff together and, and get out front, man, that, that makes a huge difference at Monaco. But I'm, I'm kind of, uh, hesitant to, uh, you know, make any predictions. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't stop our friends in the commentary box. You know, they're going on and on. Oh, yeah, you know, we got a three-way battle for, for pole. Not quite, you know. We, we don't quite have three teams uh, battling for the podium. Uh, we're going to have to knock a couple more tenths of a second off to get there. You know, it's kind of weird that uh, this season, even in, what, five races, has been really up and down for for different teams. I mean, Red Bull, Ferrari, you know, been at the front the whole time. But, you know, uh, McLaren seems to have gone a little backwards. Uh, Mercedes seems to have gone a little forwards. Uh, Haas, I don't know what to think of them, but, you know, uh, Alfa Romeo as well, you know, uh, Although Valtteri seems to be, uh, <laughs> he seems to like to hang out with Hamilton. Oh, my former teammates right there. I'll just, uh, I'll just be next to him somehow. In front, behind, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, it happened, so... There it is, and I don't know, man. It just uh, it just didn't really do anything for me, honestly. You know, Friday Friday made things seem interesting, and then everything just went back to the way that it was, and then the race happened, and that was pretty boring. And, uh, yeah, so maybe they can, uh, figure something out. I will say that the, the new editions of the Ted's notebooks are actually pretty cool. I like watching them. The, the one that he did after qualifying, he like went up into the football stadium and 
prove that he's a listener to our podcast as he discussed the uh, the possibility of them driving the cars around inside the stadium. Yeah, and I thought that was I thought that was pretty interesting, and it was pretty kind of, kind of a cool thing. But yeah, I mean, I, they really, really did like they really missed a missed a big opportunity to have a bunch of idiots pay to go sit inside that place, you know? Oh, for sure, dude. Um, because like I don't know. I mean, there was people up there, but you know, if you fucking charge somebody you know six hundred fifty dollars for a general admission ticket and say stadiums all fucking free game go ahead i think they could have you know probably enhance their attendance numbers you know significantly oh dude he would think a ton and with concessions too you know yeah for sure turn the jumbotrons on in there and go nuts did you get to see uh martin brundle's grid walk no and that's another thing that's fucking annoying. Like, anytime they have this shit on ABC, um, the pre-race shit is not separate. You know, so, like, when it's on ESPN or, you know, ESPN2, the pre-race, yes. you know, 90-minute show is then put up separately from the race. And so when I started it, you know, I was like, I don't want to watch this. You know, I just want to watch the race. And so I ended up fast-forwarding it too far, you know. And then fucking had to rewind it. And I don't know. It just, uh, that's just one thing. I'm just like, man, like, can't we just get some sort of consistency with how you make this shit available to the on-demand viewing public? But... I guess if that's the only thing there is to complain about, then, uh, you know, I I should probably just shut my mouth because probably pretty lucky I get to watch it at all. Well, uh, you missed a good one with Martin. He was uh, in rare form running around trying to grab people. Walks up to a dude uh, who he thinks is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, calls him Patrick, and the, and the guy kind of ignores him, but, you know, Martin's not going away. <laughs> and the guy actually turns out to be kind of interesting, and he's talking, you know, just in general terms, you know, oh, man, they're going for it, I love this, blah, blah, blah. And uh, you can see <laughs> you can see Martin's expression change a little bit, and he's like, he's like I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. <laughs> it just straight up. And he's like, what is your name, sir? And he's like, uh, Paulo Banchero. And uh, I did not know who he was either. I had to look him up. I mean, I knew it wasn't Patrick Mahomes. And I was like, you know, I didn't know who he, who he thought he was talking to, but uh, <clears throat> it came out later. But uh, it was it was great. Uh I you know, I don't care so much for Martin about you know uh, in race commentary. You know he he's uh, 
kind of he's a lot biased in, in certain situations, but I I do enjoy his uh, his grid walks. Uh, it was entertaining for once. Uh, did you uh, get to see any of the commentary with uh, Danica Patrick? Um, yeah, I saw all the post race shit, and I will say yeah. this: I do hate Danica Patrick as a person. But uh, as a broadcaster, not too bad, you know. Yeah. She's a piece of shit. <laughs> but you know, she could at least she at least faked her way through that shit pretty pretty well. I mean, because you could tell she was fucking, especially when she's like talking to Christian Horner about, well, what do you think you should improve? He's like fucking everything, and she's like, no, but uh-huh. what? And he's like fucking everything, like. <laughs> Like I just said, we need to improve everything. But I mean, I will say, I will give her credit for at least being better than Willie T. Ribs. Oh, how you weren't in, inspired by his in-depth questions about what about your tires? What about your chassis? It was more. It was more statements than questions with that guy. Like I. I want to say I heard him ask one question to Carlos Sainz, and then the rest of the time he was just saying words to the people. <laughs> and just, hey, welcome to Miami. Now you go. Like, okay, bro. Like, there's got to be a question in there somewhere, right? Uh, I noticed that Charles just kind of did his spiel and kind of, <laughs> you know. Okay, I don't, I don't know exactly what you said, but you're obviously a commentator asking some sort of question, so I'm going to give you my standard spiel, and here we go. And I found it really weird that he called everybody, ba- that Willie T. Ribs called everybody baby. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, okay. If that, I mean, that, <laughs> that was, that was, a, that was among, I mean, I wouldn't say that was the weirdest thing that happened no. when he was, when he was fucking part of the broadcast, but... Holy shit, man. Can we, like, get our shit together and, you know, at least make the cars park where the fucking podium is? <laughs> like, Oh, I know. Good. What the hell? It's like... God. It's like, it's like okay, we're gonna, you After know. the interviews are over, it took him another 20 minutes just to get to the fucking thing. And then also, like, why the fuck do those cops have the fucking sirens on? You know? Like... You're literally driving through a fucking stadium in a motorcycle. Uh, I'm pretty sure people know that you're there. You're you're on a Harley, bro. <laughs> like you don't need the. I think the lights are a big enough indication that people need to get the fuck out of the way. You don't need to fucking blare your sirens. Maybe it was more of a uh, you know oh we can so we will kind of thing. Yeah, it's Florida, uh, so. Uh, did you see uh? Uh, Juan Pablo Montoya when he was in the booth with him. Mm-hmm. I liked him. Yeah, he was pretty good. He, I think he's better than he's, Mario Andretti. Yeah, who quite frankly probably shouldn't be on TV anymore. I thought it was interesting that he says his uh, his son shooting to get on the grid in uh, twenty four. That uh, could make things interesting, but, you know, 
it may not change things much if they just buy out another team. Uh, you know, we're we're still uh, having all the rumors of both Audi and Porsche wanting to join, and you know how that will work since they're you know both under the Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah, that just uh, that's so fucking confusing. <laughs> like, uh, you know, maybe somebody will make a motor, maybe somebody won't, but. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I would, you know, in some ways like to see another team just in case, you know, so we at least always have at least 20. Uh, I think 20 is a kind of good minimum number, you know, 10 teams, you know, kind of a 10 teams plus. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it could get really funky if you got like, you know, 13, 14 teams. But, uh, I mean, uh, well, shoot, I guess uh, even the first time we went, uh, there were 12 teams, right? There are still 24 cars? I think that's accurate. And, you know, we've lost a couple over the years since then, but... Let's see. Did you see where uh, uh, Zach Brown told uh, Mario that he'd let him drive a car in Austin? Yes. I wonder if that'll happen. His old ass can't drive no fucking car. Oh, well, it's only been snap what? his head off. It's only been what forty four years since he won his championship. He was 78, 78 or 79. I think it was 78. Long time ago. Dang it. This is not working. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but who knows? Maybe they'll, uh, they'll trick some things up and, um, I, don't, I, that, I saw this thing. Like, that's really fucking weird. I saw this thing, like, um, it was like an ESPN deal that was like a Miami GP show and also kind of one of those things that I watched on accident because I just kind of, you know, ESPN, if you, you know, if you watch the things on demand, like once one ends, like instead of going in chronological order, it just plays them from left to right and you know yeah left is yeah. the thing that happened the latest you know at the latest time and so i finished i watched the race and then afterwards i watched ted's race notebook and then after ted's race notebook was was over it just automatically went to the checkered flag thing and then I like went to the store and I came back and the checkered flag thing was over. And so the next thing was this ESPN thing. It was like two dudes and this girl. And it was like a 30 minute show that I want to say happened before like the, the pre, you know, like the whole pre thing. 
I guess, what is that called? I don't know what they call it. Where Martin does this stupid fucking grid walk or whatever. But, um... Uh, I was watching that, and it... They said that there was three DRS zones, but I only yes. remember there being two. There were three. Uh... <clears throat> One was kind of a little bitty. But, uh, oh, shoot, dude. And that was the other thing. I, I was kind of pissed because uh, I really wanted to see the track, you know, from an in-car camera, you know, one lap all the way around. And when they did the one lap, you know, uh, turn up the sound, blah, 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 they kept changing cameras, you know, and uh, I never really got a good feel uh, for exactly how the track looks. I mean, obviously, you know, they got the little uh, telemetry thing going occasionally, you know, and, the, and you know, the track layout at the very start of each uh, session. But, you know, it's new. I'm old. I didn't have it memorized. You know, and every time they went into the pits, I was like, I was like, oh, did he drive off the track? <laughs> no, he's going to the pits, dumbass. But, you know, just so unfamiliar that, that I was uh, not able to, to figure it all out every time when they uh, <clears throat> went somewhere. Yeah, I thought the, the part of the track that went by the highway was pretty interesting. And then I realized that part of the track was like an on-ramp or an off-ramp for the highway. Yeah. Like, did you see that one shot of, like, that motorcycle cop just, like, parked up on the side oh, taking, pictures? taking pictures? And there's, I mean, you know, like, the, you know, these F1 cars are just rolling around, you know, doing 150, 180 miles an hour, and there's just people on the fucking highway. Yeah. God. That was a bit un uh, unnerving, but... I guess they have it figured out. And it didn't really seem like there was a lot of traffic, you know? Like, especially for being as close to the, the venue as it was. Uh, yeah. The highway traffic seemed to be going along just fine. And I'm like, damn. Like, they got some shit figured out. I mean, not that the highway traffic gets all that bad in Austin, but, like, once you get off the highway, it's... Oh, it's murder. It's just fucking... Bullshit two-lane roads everywhere. <clears throat> but I guess yeah. I would say that, like, that that race is, you know, as close to Miami as the Circuit of the Americas is to Austin. You know, not really anywhere near it. How far is Miami Gardens from uh, Miami proper? I don't even know. Like from South Beach? I want to say they said it was like 15 miles away. Okay. Or some shit. But like that was part of the, that was like part of their issues with the the locals over there, the local yokels in Miami Gardens. Because, you know. Uh too loud, I guess, is what they were 
what they were saying, but I'm like, uh, I mean, I don't think the noise is going to be the biggest problem with them having a Formula One race. It's probably going to just be all the fucking people. Oh, yeah. Miami Gardens is uh, north of Miami by quite a way. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's north of, uh, it's north of Opalaka. So it's, yeah, it's uh, 16 miles north of downtown Miami and its boundaries stretch from I-95 to uh, 2nd Avenue. So I guess that's 95 that goes by there, huh? Interstate. Yeah. But... There was a moment where I was like, oh, yes, Max Verstappen is going to crash <laughs> in practice three. But, you know, I, only he doesn't crash there. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> it's just like, what? How? Anybody else does that, they're fucking smashing into that wall. Yeah, where he... Uh... I was going to say he chickened out, but that's probably not the right word. Uh, and just slammed on the brakes. Uh, yeah. I was hoping that he uh, boogered up the front of his car real good, but that didn't happen. And it was over before it really got started. He's, uh, he's a Weasley one, that Red Bull driver. Yeah. Oh, I still I, I still wonder. I'm still trying to figure out what Martin Brundle googled to convert 25 kilowatts into British horsepower. But I wonder if he understands that BHP is not British horsepower but brake horsepower. horsepower. He probably yeah. doesn't. Well, do you think we can uh, hope for some uh, reliability issues with the Red Bulls? Maybe they can... Uh, I don't know. I hope so. Drop out again? I mean, it would be nice, but, you know, I mean, dude, they've God been hates to... me, so I wouldn't count on it. Yeah. Hate him back. It works for me. Uh, yeah, dude, they've, they've clawed their way back, you know, both driver's standings and constructor's standings. I mean, way bigger lead in, uh, driver's standings, but in constructor standings, I'm just like, how did that happen? And I'm like, oh yeah, Carlos didn't fucking finish. Uh, Ferrari's in first place with 157 points, Red Bulls. 151 and Mercedes is a distant third with 95 and then uh, nobody else even have half as much and yeah. then in the driver's standings uh, Charles is uh, 19 up on uh, Max and uh, 
Perez has uh, uh, weaseled his way into uh, third with uh, Russell, Sainz, and Hamilton in uh, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Although Lewis is way down. He's uh, Russell 59, Carlos 53, Lewis 36. It's, uh, I mean, you know, we're just five races in, but I'm, uh, I'm nervous already, let's say. Do you need me to put in the call? You might have to. Because it's over for you guys. O V E R over. Well, if it's over for my guys, it's way. Oh shit! It never even began. They didn't even have the. You know, it. It never even turned on. (coughs) It is definitely over for them, for sure. But no. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just fucking around. I don't really believe that. I think that all Ferrari needs to do is just figure out how to get a little bit more top speed out of their car, and they should be just fine. But I mean, it was fucking evident that yeah, Charles had no chance to keep a hold of that race. But it was kind of cool that he made it interesting there at the end. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't really remember that. You know, and then like when I was watching it again, I was like, "Oh shit! Look at that! He's within two tenths there." Well, I mean, you know, safety car and whatnot, and uh, dude, I, you know, everybody talks about, "Oh, you know, it takes a while to activate the tires." Did it take thirty fucking laps to activate the tires? What the hell is going on? Yeah, I know, and like. I, <laughs> Lewis Hamilton just sometimes aggravates the shit out of me with some of the comments that he makes. Because it's like, you know, uh, I got it, you know, I'm paraphrasing here, but basically he was like, I got screwed over on my strategy. But it's like, bro, no, you didn't. Like, you could have started on the hard tires just, you know, (laughs) you could have started on the hard tires as you know, just like George did, you know, would have made the start of your race way more tricky. But then guess what, man? Like if you, you know, if you started on the hards in sixth and managed to, you know, at least stay in sixth, you're probably getting a podium out of that after that safety car. You know what I mean? Like you're probably, you know, third, if not second, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, bro, you didn't get screwed over. And then he's like, you know, that whole thing was just so confusing, like, with the safety car and, like, bringing out the soft tires. Like, wh- why would he pit now? The safety car's been out for two laps, at least. And he's just going to, what, go in and then fucking come out behind everybody? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And then they're asking no. him, and he's like... <laughs> I don't fucking know. What do you mean? You're the ones... You have to tell me. And he seemed, like, defiant after the race. And it's just like, well... 
You know, Lewis, it's because you fucking always complain one way or another about something that, that the team decided for you. So they decided to let you have a chance to weigh in on it. And you basically were like, I don't, I don't fucking know. Come on, do your job. That's what he says. It's literally your job. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. Just not, not a great look, but whatever. So for the longest time, though, with Lewis, it seems like about half of his radio calls are bullshit, you know. Uh, you know, last season, you know, season before, it's like, oh, these tires are terrible. Then everybody's like, oh my God, Lewis's tires are terrible. Maybe we can catch him. And, you know, it was just a, kind of a throwaway kind of thing. <clears throat> and uh, this season, it's been more of a, uh, uh, I'm, you know, I don't want to say genuine issue, but maybe a little bit of that and a little less, you know, bullshit call just to throw off the others. Maybe he's so in the habit of doing that, but yeah, it was kind of, <laughs> it was, uh, it was pretty negative for him to like throw it back at Bono and be like, Oh, you pick. I picked last time. Yeah. You know, and to me, it wasn't strategy. It was more, it was more pace than anything. Um, You know, and if you're going to, if you're going to jump in the pits, you know, jump in the pits quick. Uh, You know, Russell did. But, uh, I don't know. It's it's it seems like uh, on Lewis's side of the pits, for whatever reason, whether it's Lewis or or Bono or or just kind of the overall strategy, they seem more conservative. <clears throat> and uh, you know, it it seems to bite them a bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, it's, it's easy to, it's easy to be conservative when you have the best car, you know, they, this is true. they can't afford that shit. It's like, you guys have to do something, you know, your shit sucks. You, you got to make your own luck here. And I don't know. It's just, it just seems ridiculous. And, <clears throat> but I don't know. Red Bull needs to thank their lucky stars that Ferrari didn't fucking go for it and get some new tires on, you know. Yeah. Because if Charles would have had new tires behind Max, he would have fucking, he would have ate him up. You know what I mean? Oh, I think so. I think so. You know, it didn't work out that way, but, uh, you know... I wonder about the track uh, and how much it being new, you know, uh, they, they said it was awful dirty offline. So, uh, you know, sometimes they were a little hesitant to, uh, 
to make passes off the racing line and, you know, especially late in the race when they got a ton of marbles everywhere. Uh, it's also, you know, fairly narrow and it's also new to them. So, you know, maybe we could, would have seen more chances, you know, in a different circumstance at, at this track. But, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of DRS trains going around. Uh, you know, I, I was hoping for some action between, uh, Magnuson and, uh, Schumacher, uh, which, you know, nothing really happened there. Interesting. But, uh, you know, one of the, one of the, uh, many flavors of race I'm sure we'll see over this season. Yeah, man. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm starting to, uh, rethink some of my earlier thoughts on the new cars because, like, first two, three races were okay, but the last, you know, few have just not been great. And the DRS train thing just really seems to be a recurring theme that, you know, that's, that's, that's a problem they're going to need to solve, you know, because, like, I don't know. So do you think the, you know, it seems every other week we have a different conclusion and not just us. I mean, the commentators, pundits, racers as well. Where do you come down on the current DRS? Do we need more DRS or less DRS? More. You know, I was thinking back to when we, when when you and I used to play video games together more often, and I forget which race it was. It might have been something as simple as Mario Kart. But, you know, when you're behind, you can actually go a little faster than those out front. And, uh, you know, it helps, uh, certainly in my case, lesser skilled uh, players, you know, get at least within sight of the, uh, the front runners. And I always kind of felt that DRS was a little bit of that. Uh, you know, and I was hoping these cars, you know, supposedly be able to follow closer, yada, yada, yada. That would, that would make the, that would make for a lot more passing, but we've not seen that yet. And I wonder if it's just because so many changes happen to the cars all at once. You know, uh, they're talking about it just a little bit, but, you know, the new tires really mess with the way that they deal with suspension. Because, you know, the the 13-inch tires had a lot of give in them and actually, uh, you know, was a part of the suspension tuning, you know, uh, they didn't need as much spring because they had quite a lot of give in the tires. And now with the 18 inches with, you know, little bitty sidewalls and, and, uh, stiffer construction, uh, 
they've kind of lost a little bit of the give in the cars, which, uh, you know, makes for some uh, nervousness on the cars and maybe uh, keeps them uh, from uh, being a little more bold on, on some of the corners. And I hope maybe as we get deeper into the season that uh, they'll figure this out, drivers and teams, and and get the setup, you know, uh, you know, more ability to pass. That would be awesome. You know, and maybe everybody will keep working on their motors and we'll get more power over the season and uh, pull everybody a little closer. It's on my wish list, you know. We'll see what happens in reality. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I just want more. Just more. Just of everything. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just the, like, the Australia and Italy and Miami, it just fucking really knocked some of the sheen off of what I thought was going to be a really, really awesome, exciting, long season. And now it seems like it's going to be long for many, <laughs> for, <laughs> for myriad reasons. But I don't know. Well, dude, if we, we have... see more than, you know, if we see more than five passes at Monaco, then I'm in. Like, I'm down. You know, Monaco is a real barometer for what the fuck they're going to do. So. Well, we have uh, four races in the next five weeks. We got Spain, Monaco, Azerbaijan, and Canada. And, uh, I'm with you. You know, Monaco's a, uh, well, I mean, it's a biggie for one thing, you know, but it also is a, is a track that, uh, uh, you know, like we talked about earlier, can, uh, equalize a lot of the cars just because it, it's such a tight track that, you know, speed advantages don't matter as much. Downforce doesn't matter as much. Uh, but we'll see, you know. Um, really looking forward to Azerbaijan. I, I Hell yeah, that place. I love Baku. Ripping through a city at 220 miles an hour is pretty damn cool. Hell yeah. And that's like, I don't know. I just really wish they would, you know, put all of the effort and importance that they had on the visual production of the race as they did the first year. Like, that was legit the first time I ever saw a drone shot in an F1 race and it was fucking amazing. And then like the next year they were like, Oh no, we already did all that. Fuck it. 
we'll just do our standard horse shit here. It's like, no, come on. You gotta push the fucking envelope. I did see that they're gonna make the uh, helmet cams uh, for ev everybody's gotta do it next year. So that'll be Oh, cool. yeah? Yeah. Nice. Dude, I've speaking of drones, I've seen a couple of drone shots lately, and and not uh, not necessarily from racing, but uh, I was actually looking up some stuff for work, and uh, they were showing uh, some uh, car commercials uh, shot with drones. They just really had impressive footage, um, just the things they could do with the drones. Uh, I would love to see that. And, you know, like I said, I really like it when you get to see, you know, I don't care which camera it is in the car. It could be, you know, the, the front wing camera, the one that's, you know, on the side of the intake uh, opening, you know, the roll hoop, whatever you want to call it, or helmet cam. I like to see, you know, if, you know, if they can do it, Every race, you know, at least once during the, the four sessions, uh, show the entire track one lap from the same camera. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They seem to do that, like, pretty much everywhere. Just not yeah, in Miami. Yeah, this one was just, yeah, this one was just weird that, you know, you know, and they kept flipping to, you know, cameras at the side of the track. And then some of them would pan with the cars and some of them, the car would just go by. And I'm like, I really have no idea what the track looks like from this shot. So do something different. Yeah. But thankfully coming up, you know, the next four, uh, Spain, Monaco, Azerbaijan, Montreal, you know, I know what those look like. Spain's uh, going to suck. Monaco's going to be okay. Uh, Azerbaijan's going to be awesome. And Canada's going to be awesome again because we just haven't been there in so long that you're going to be like, oh, shit, yeah, I remember this. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of champions. I remember this. This is going to be cool. Yeah. But, yeah, Spain's going to suck. List, mark my words, that shit is going to fucking suck. But it will be cool if Carlos Sainz manages to fucking win. Yeah. Or maybe it would be even way cooler if Fernando Alonso figured out some way to fucking win. That would be fucking cool. That would be very, very cool. Uh, you know, I I still have a soft spot in my heart for Fredo. Uh you know, it'd be great if uh, they even got to mix it up somehow in Spain. The two of them, uh, Fredo and Carlos, that would be that would be a good time. Uh, it's just one of those though where Carlos has been so up and down that I just wonder if he's just going to flip himself out by oh, you know, this is my home crowd. You know, there's my dad, there's my mom, there's the dudes I went to school with. You know. Uh, I want to see him have a good race, see him have a solid race, you know. Uh, no excuses, just, you know, get out there, do what you need to do, keep going. 
Uh, hopefully no uh, bashing into each other, no clipping the walls, no uh, off-roading. But, you know, uh, it makes me nervous. It makes me nervous. In some ways, you know, I, I do enjoy watching Fernando uh, because, you know, it's like uh, he's just, you know, he's in a mid-pack car. And if he does good, you know, it's it's all on him. Uh, you know, I would think kind of at his situation and, and his career, you know, as long as he beats his teammate, that's the only pressure that anybody's really going to put on him. And he's done a pretty good job so far this year, you know? Yeah, for uh, sure. They've been close to each other quite a few times. And, uh, you know, Ocon finished a place ahead of him this time. What, they were 8th and ninth or ninth and 10th? 8th and ninth, right? Yes, but, but barely. Yeah. But, I mean... You know, uh, stranger things have happened. So I, you know, one of these uh, one of these oddball races, you know, Spain or, or maybe even Canada. You know, it it might turn out really, really interesting. Yeah, Canada will be fun if it rains. It's like the only time Canada is cool. Yeah, it will. It it's uh it could be really fun in Canada. I did find some... I did find it interesting that Sebastian Vettel, his <laughs> helmet said that Miami would be the first under first oh, Grand Prix underwater. I was like, I was like, oh shit. Like, hey, Mister Negativity. All right, bro. Well, I mean, just look at it this way, Seb. You're not going to be around to see it, more than likely. So uh, He's not going to be there to race in it, I bet. Yeah. Uh, I was like, also, bitch, it's not even in Miami, so I think, I think it'll be okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, at least we get to wait around two weeks for a god-awful race weekend. Fucking Spain, man. Ugh. Just so low. Fucking lame. So, what... After those, what are you looking forward to? Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh... Great Britain is uh, first first week of July. Mm, uh, Hungary's pretty fun. Silverstone's always really cool. Spa. Um, yeah, for sure. As long as you know they actually have a race, that would be that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Netherlands, Italy, Singapore, Japan. Yeah, Zanvoort's cool. 
Always down for Suzuka. That one's always cool. I mean, I'm looking forward to all of them. Yeah. It's just some some less than others, so. But at least we got two weeks to, you know, watch the Stars and Mavericks lose. Yeah, there's always that. So. But, I mean, shit, you haven't even been watching the Stars, huh? You can't. Uh, I have not watched since, what was it, this second game? Yeah. All right. Like uh, a week ago, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. Or was it Thursday? I don't remember, too. Time flies. Oh, man. All right, well. Let's uh, meet black, meet black, meet black, same time, same place in like three weeks or so. How about that? Works for me. All right. Well, for Scott Deasy, I'm John Fahey. You guys have good racing.